Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever it is for you guys, and welcome back to another week of Mind Over Metal. This time of year is seriously so exciting for me. I love seeing all of you guys in the gym, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., killing it, crushing all your goals. Like, I can't tell you how excited it makes me when I see other moms, especially moms that I know personally, getting after their goals. I literally am cheering all of you guys on, and I just want you to know that every single person that has set a goal for themselves in 2022, I'm rooting for you. It can be especially challenging when you're a mother and you're trying to get back on your feet and discover your new body and make all these changes. So if that's you going through that right now, I'm applauding you so heavily and don't you freaking stop. Also, to any women listening out there, do you guys ever notice that you have a better workout when you're in a cute outfit to work out in? Or is that just me? Because I've been feeling lately more motivated when I wear something super cute to the gym, like a matching set or, you know, just something I feel really good in, something really cute. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm crazy. Whatever. Whatever it is that makes you guys feel confident and gets the workout done and makes you finish off strong, that's what you guys should be doing. Whatever it is, just do it. So today I'm going to be talking about the five secrets that I've learned personally to having a successful physical fitness journey. Now, obviously there's things that we all have learned on our own as far as, you know, calories in versus calories out workouts that we should be doing, um, you know, different body types, different health conditions, things like that, that we've been taught. But what are the things that people don't teach you? The things that you have to learn on your own and the things that you can't really look up online. Experiences that will teach you how to navigate through your journey that you can't learn anywhere else other than experiencing it. Over the course of two years, I have learned so many things when it comes to this topic, but I tried my best to narrow it down to just five. And I think that this is going to be very beneficial to people who are struggling with um, being consistent or keeping with what they promise to themselves. So these are the things I stuck with and that I learned throughout the past two years, and I really hope that you guys can implement this into your routine and that it really helps you stay focused. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's hard, especially after, you know, the first couple of months of the year, it gets to be like spring. It's that mid season and you're feeling like, Oh, I'm just over this already. You guys, there are secrets to keeping this mindset fresh and keeping your head in the game without totally losing your shit. And I'm going to tell you how. Before I even get started, I just want to say I am constantly posting stuff like this, you know, rants about things that I've learned and posts about motivation and my favorite podcasts and books that I'm reading. So I'm constantly posting all of that good content on my Instagram. You can go follow me over there. It's at Destiny Alton. And, you know, my picture will pop up. You'll see me there. So if you're looking for more daily content, that's the place you guys want to find me. Okay, so getting into this fire podcast today. The first thing that we're going to talk about is mindfulness. Now, mindfulness is something that I had to learn the hard way. 
it's a level of patience that I've never had before. So it's something that I had to practice. Mindfulness is a type of meditation and I'm not referring to the meditation of, you know, sitting on the floor, crossing your legs. And if that works for you, amazing. Keep doing that. I'm talking about the type of meditation where you are completely present within your mind, within your soul, in your body, it's all connected within one. This means that in that moment, when you're experiencing true mindfulness, you know, you're feeling the wind on your face. You're feeling the warmth of the sun hitting your skin. You're feeling your feet hit the ground. It's the little things that we pick up on and experience fully. We let our bodies experience it to its fullest capacity and we take note of how we're feeling in that moment. So the actual definition of mindfulness is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. So like I was saying, you're aware that your feet are hitting the ground and you're conscious of the sun hitting your face and the warmth and how it feels on your skin. Letting your body feel those sensations is being mindful. And this will in turn bring you peace physically, which will in turn help you make better decisions. Why is this important when it comes to your fitness journey? Let me explain. When we are mindful about what's going on in that given moment, we're making clear decisions on what's best for us and what's best for the people around us, such as our children. You know, if you're a mom listening to this, you understand what I'm talking about. Being mindful will allow you to realize that we need to do XYZ today. You know, what is going to make me feel better in the next hour or so? What do I need to do now to prepare myself for tomorrow? I know we've literally all been there where we will walk into a room and stop and go, what was I just doing? See, in those moments, I like to just stop and think, okay, what am I listening to? What are the sounds that I'm hearing? What am I feeling? And that in turn helps me focus on what I was doing in that given moment and then helps me execute what I'm going to do next. The same thing applies for when we are mindful in executing our fitness plans. So what I mean by that is we think about what we're going to do the next day. Um, As a mother, I always try to plan the next morning, the night before. So I'll have my gym clothes ready to go. That way I don't even have to think about it when I first get up. Or, you know, if I'm going to go at night, I'll have them ready to go during the afternoon so that I'm mindful of this is what I have planned for the day and I don't have to think about it later on. Being mindful about what my plans are for that given day, what my intentions are, it really allows for a stress-free day as it pertains to getting my workouts in. So that way I don't have to think about oh my gosh, I need to rush around and try to wash my shoes or wash my sports bra or whatever. No, I'm mindful enough to realize I need to lay out my clothes the night before or I need to make sure that these meals are prepped a couple of days before. Having that level of mindfulness in a given moment to plan out your week is going to change the structure of your fitness journey completely. So being mindful taking in what's happening in that given moment and executing your plan. That is the first thing that I've learned. The second secret to being successful in anything in life, but fitness in particular, is patience. 
you guys, you have to learn, and this is practice too. Like I said, I have never been good at having patience. I've always been an impatient person my entire life. And in my adult years, it's something that I've had to adopt as a new skill. But achieving a level of success in your fitness journey requires a level of patience. There's no such thing as a quick fix when it comes to your body, when it comes to your health. You'll see all the time these posts and these advertisements about, you know, getting skinny fast or lose this amount of weight in this amount of time. You guys, it's bullshit. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but it is because there's no such thing as, you know, dropping 10 pounds within a couple of weeks or, you know, gaining this amount of muscle in such a short amount of time. Everything takes a level of patience. And if you understand that and you understand that before you start your process, you'll be a lot easier on yourself and you won't feel as stressed when you're not seeing the results that you want to see as quickly as you would like to see them. Growing muscle takes time. Losing weight, losing body fat takes time. Understand that and this will be so much easier for you guys because you'll start to see it as more of a lifestyle and not a diet. I really always try to emphasize to people when they ask, you know, what diet are you on or what's your, you know, what does your food look like? It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's something that you continue for a prolonged period of time to maintain your health and maintain the body that you want to have. Being patient with yourself also means understanding that you're on your own timeline and that your, your situation and your circumstances are completely different from the person next to you. I remember I used to see moms that literally had their body back in like two days and I would think to myself, why isn't that me? Why do I not look like that? You know, I just had a baby and I want my body back. But it took some understanding and patience to realize that what I was going through might be different than what she's going through. And, you know, at that time, I was going through a lot of trauma. I was going through a very toxic relationship. So I really had to take that into account in my journey and realize that my circumstance was different than the girl that I was seeing on Instagram or the girl that I was seeing next door. I know I've said this before in my podcast, but you guys, it is so imperative that you not compare your journey to someone else's. I say this because this was me at one point. I, like I said, I literally would compare where I was at versus the girl that I saw online. And it's not real. You guys, you never know what someone is dealing with behind closed doors. You never know their situation and you never know you know, their health conditions, what they might've gone through before they had a baby. So if you see a mom that it takes her years to get to where she wants to be, or, you know, you see a mom that it only took her a few days or a couple weeks, never ever compare your journey to that one because you're different. Your body is different and you should love where you're at in your process right now. Another thing to take into account is you never know what type of surgeries or what type of background someone has. Someone might have had a weight loss surgery before they had a baby, or they might have had some procedure done after they had their baby and they're just, you know, not comfortable talking about it. So you don't know the full story and 
unless you do know, and even if you did know, you still should not compare yourself to any other mom out there, any other woman, any other person in general. Your body is unique, your journey is unique, and the level of patience that you have with yourself will dictate your progress in the future. It's very easy to get into a toxic mindset of, I'm not seeing the results quick enough, so why even bother? Because trust me, I've been down that road too, and that is so bad for your mental health. You guys, just take it day by day. Being patient, it's a skill that takes time. Like I said, I've had to learn this skill, but it does take time and you will get there. So don't worry about if you haven't lost a certain amount of weight by a certain amount of time. The scale does not dictate your health. You do. Your mental health, how you feel, how do your clothes fit, how do you feel naked, all of that stuff is way more important than what the number on the scale says. So that is the second thing that you need to remember. The third thing that we're going to talk about is accountability. Taking responsibility for your actions. And this pertains to so many areas of our lives, but it is so heavily imperative to our fitness journey. And I'll tell you why. So I used to know someone who was very interested in changing their life. You know, they had the vision that they wanted to change the way that they looked and the way that they felt, but they didn't want to work out by themselves, which a lot of people don't, I understand. And that's why, you know, my mission is to help you guys. However, if you listen to my last episode, I talked about a crutch versus a catalyst. This person would use that as their crutch for why they weren't succeeding in their fitness journey. Blaming me and other people for not having anyone to work out with, in turn, that's why that person stayed in the place that they were in. Looking back on it now, I really empathize and realize how hard this is because starting your fitness journey can be extremely lonely. I've experienced it. You know, I've felt those feelings of what am I doing here? I'm all by myself. But Having a level of accountability and realizing that it's up to you to change your life. It's not on anyone else to change how you feel or change your body. You have to decide for yourself every single day that you're worth it. And while I wish there were a million of me so I could be with each and every one of you every time you work out, it's just not possible. And so learning accountability when it comes to working out and being comfortable in the gym is so important. There's going to be times where you're going to work out by yourself. You might not have someone to go with you, but are you going to cancel your workout for that day? Are you going to just not show up for yourself because someone else isn't there for you? Absolutely not. You're going to show up anyways, and you're going to kick ass in the gym because it's not about anyone else, and it's not anyone else's responsibility. It's on you. No one is going to force you to eat a certain way or be physically active You yourself have to decide that it's important enough for you to do it. There will be times where you're going to have obstacles. It's a part of life, but it's not realistic to ignore them and just blame that and use that as a reason for why you shouldn't be successful. It's important to understand and take responsibility for how you want to navigate those obstacles and overcome them. I'll give you guys an example. So during COVID, when it first started, I was in a transition period where, 
you know, I was starting to work out again, but I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know where I was going to start. I didn't have anyone to tell me what to do at that point in time. In fact, I had the opposite. I had everything in my life working against me. I had an abusive partner. I had, you know, a newborn baby that needed me. So really no one to talk to. And I really had to decide I wanted my life to look different. I wanted my body to feel different. And I wanted to be more confident in the skin that I was in. But just my luck during COVID, none of the gyms were open. Nothing was available to me. So I really had to think, what resources can I use to make sure that this isn't a crutch for me, to make sure that this doesn't stop me from the goals that I have set for myself? And even though I had no one telling me what I should or shouldn't be doing, I didn't have anyone cheering me on, and I honestly didn't even believe in myself at that point, I still did it because I saw the end in sight. I saw that there was there had to be a better outcome than the life that I was living at that time. It's so hard for me to talk about with you guys, but I feel that it's so important because I know that there are other women and other moms going through what I went through. And so I just want you to know that when it comes to accountability, it is your responsibility to create a happy life for yourself. Because if we're waiting on people to decide whether or not we are going to be happy or decide if we are going to have, you know, the body or the life of our dreams, we're never going to have it. You know, I mean, we already have other humans to take care of. We're moms. So we have to decide that we ourselves are worth it and take action. So having accountability and taking responsibility for what we are in control of is the third thing that's very imperative to your journey. Tip number four is having grace with yourself, giving yourself grace and understanding where you're at in your process. This idea really goes along with being patient, but being gracious with yourself is a deeper level of patience. It's understanding, okay, I've made it this far, but I'm not where I want to be, but I've also made it such a long ways. Having grace with yourself is acknowledging, okay, I might not have all the answers, I might not know what I'm doing, but I'm willing to figure it out and I'm going to be patient enough with myself to learn and to do the research and to love where my body is at, even though, you know, it might not be the best day. I'm still going to be gracious and appreciate my body for what it is. I talked about this a little bit earlier, but comparison is really a thief of joy. And if you're not being gracious with yourself and being patient with where your body is at, then you're not loving your body for what it truly is. You're basically telling yourself that it's not good enough, even though you've done all of the hard work. So being gracious and loving your body means looking at it and saying, okay, this body created a human, this body created a life, and I want to make it strong. I love the body that I'm in and I just want to make it better. Giving yourself grace is also remembering where you've been, remembering that you have picked yourself up from a dark place before and letting that be your fire and your fuel to know that you'll do it again. Having grace is saying to yourself, we've been here before, we've been through worse than this and we survived it. We fucking survived. And that that in itself is such a beautiful mantra to adapt and to adopt into your life 
Because once you start saying those things to yourself and really showing yourself compassion and grace, you'll notice that the way you look at your body is drastically different. On days that are really, really hard for me and that I struggle with, you know, just everything that goes on, I have to tell myself, we've been in a worse spot before and we've survived. So we will survive this too. Our bodies went through childbirth and we survived. So we will survive this too. It's all about remembering where you've been, remembering how strong you actually are and using that to fuel you for further success. I can't tell you guys how many times I've thought to myself that this is it. I'm not going to make it. This is going to be the thing that breaks me. But then again, I tell myself we are going to survive this. And I think that it's important for women, I mean, not just women, but everyone, especially women, to say this to themselves, that we will survive this. Whatever we are going through and wherever we are at in our journey, we will survive this. The last thing I want to talk to you about, and I think, in my opinion, is the most important, is dedication. I've talked a little bit about motivation before, but now I want to talk about dedication. Motivation and dedication are two different things. They live in the same family, but they are very different. We use motivation to get us started, right? We see old pictures of ourselves or we see old clothes that we want to fit back into and that starts us. It gets the engine going. But dedication is what keeps us going months and years down the road. Dedication is when we've hit a goal and we say, okay, I just hit this goal, so how much further can I go, right? How much more muscle can I put on? How much stronger can I get? Everyone develops a motivation when there's an emotion attached to it. We start to feel a certain way about ourselves, so it sparks change in our lives. But when you become dedicated, you begin to see so much value in yourself that it's an investment. It becomes a lifestyle. When you genuinely love something and appreciate something and you see value in it, you're going to want to invest in it constantly, no matter what it is. So why don't we look at ourselves the same way? I hear people all the time say, I could never get up that early or I could never spend that long at the gym. I could never X, Y, Z. Is it that you could never do it or that you don't see value in it, therefore you're not making the time that you could be? Because we all know the old phrase, people make time for the things that they want to make time for. And it genuinely is so true. You know, I personally know people in my life and moms that have multiple children and, you know, they work multiple jobs and they're killing it. You know, their bodies are so strong and they're empowering other people because they see the value in what it does for themselves and how it reflects to other people. When you become dedicated, you spark a fire in other people around you. And I'm not talking about, oh, you know, I I want to look like that, or I want to have that much muscle. When people sense your level of dedication, that sets them on fire. And it really makes them realize that they too are of value and motivates them and dedicates them in a way that you might not even realize. Your level of dedication is not only keeping you going, but it's keeping others going. And it starts this amazing snowball effect of people who are motivated and dedicated and inspired and 
It just sets the fire for progress in everyone. So understanding that dedication is truly a lifestyle and it's not just something where it's going to be a few weeks or a few months, but really sticking to what you promise yourself and executing that every day. No matter how small it may seem, if you make a promise to yourself and you say, I'm going to work out you know, five days a week, even if one of those days you worked out for 20 minutes or 15 minutes as opposed to an hour, you still did it. You still showed up for yourself. You were dedicated enough to execute it. The truth is no one wants to go out in this shitty weather, the snow, the rain, get up early, whatever. But realizing the long-term value, if you do, will really put things into perspective for you. You begin to see your progress differently and you start to see it as less about physical appearances and more about mental toughness. You know, I started this podcast in the first place to help people realize that. And throughout your journey, you will experience times where your strength mentally will be tried and it will be tested and you might fail and that's okay. There's been times where I've been lifting and I've literally fallen on my ass or trying to do a pull up and I've literally fallen down. It's going to happen, but it's up to you to get back up and decide how badly you want something. How badly do you want to change your life, your lifestyle? And if you're a mom listening to this, you deserve to do so. My mission and what I'm trying to do is really for anyone that wants to make a lifestyle change, but specifically mothers and women, just because of what I've been through and what I know that women are capable of and that we really have so much more to prove because we are women in the society and mothers already give so much of themselves to others that sometimes we forget to remind ourselves how important we are and how important our well-being is. I will never forget when I was a new mother and someone told me that because I was a mother, this was how it was supposed to be and that I wasn't allowed to want things for myself. That sent me skyrocketing into success. That was my fuel and it continues to be to this day that I want every mother and every woman to know out there that just because you are a mother, you don't have to settle for the body that you have or the life that you have if you're not happy in it. You deserve so much more for yourself. And if no one has told you that, we need to start telling ourselves that. Over the course of the past two years, I have written down all of the things that I've learned collectively, and that's why I felt it was so imperative to list them for you and really tell you why it's so important to learn these skills throughout your fitness journey. Because while it is helpful to see the workouts that I'm doing or, you know, see other people and what they're eating and so on and so forth, like I said in the beginning, no one is going to tell you or prepare you for the internal battle and the mental struggles that it's going to take to get you to where you want to be. My mission truly is for every woman to feel heard and inspired and to just get set on fire to start their journey. You know, I read a quote once that said, your story will be someone else's survival guide. And that has stuck with me for so long because I live by that mantra and it is so true. The thing that I thought would break me ended up being my catalyst that sent me into my mission and what I'm trying to do now for all of you. And 
my mission at the end of the day is just for all of you to realize your worth and your value and why it is so important to have a healthy lifestyle and the things that you can accomplish by changing the structure of the way that we think. I wish back then I had someone like me to tell me these things then that I know now. And so by having this podcast and by sharing my experiences with you, even though it is hard to talk about sometimes, I truly feel that someone out there needs to hear this and needs this advice in their life. And there's so many other lessons that you will learn along the way, lessons that I can't teach you and that you're not going to be able to research and that you're just going to have to figure out for yourself. But it's important to know that while your body will be changing, your mind and your soul and your energy will change along with it in the best way possible. It's amazing to see the community of women that continues to support me through this journey and continues to send me so many uplifting messages. You guys don't understand what that means to me. I am still pretty small in this industry and trying to grow and trying to teach you guys what I feel is important to being successful. And you guys have been nothing but supportive. And I just want to say thank you so much for that. You guys are so heard, so loved, and don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. You know, you guys can find me, like I said, on Instagram. You can find me through email, shoot me an email, a message. I'm on TikTok too, if you guys are on there. So reach out to me. Let me know your story. I'm always wanting to get inspired by other people's stories as well. And if this resonated with you, let me know. I want to hear about it. I love you guys so much. And thanks for tuning in for another week of Mind Over Metal.